0: The battle for Gate Pass continued to rage as the party moved through the streets, the buildings fiery and choked in smoke. After saving a family from the attack of a downed Wyvern rider, the group continued on to Gabal's School of War to reclaim Funzbar's stolen intel. When they arrived, the cohorts met I was gonna ask you how to pronounce his name, Justin. Diogenes? Diogenes. Diogenes smoking and observing the battle from the gated entrance of Gabbal's, After a few less than truthful statements, Diogenes was convinced to escort the companions to Shaelus' room, where they engaged the elven mage with her counterpart, the elf Larian, whom the party previously fought in the depository. After trading some blows, Larian was extinguished, and the unlikely allies surrounded Shaelus. But she was not to be underestimated. Seeing no need to limit the violence, Shayla's hurled a fireball at the group, knocking a few of the members down. As she wove the magic to attack again, the remaining members decided to acquiesce and allowed Shayla's to leave the room. As she quickly grabbed her remaining things, Shaylis revealed to the party that she had no direct ties to the leader of Shalasti, Lord Shalado, nor to the City of Gate Pass. She did, however, mention that if the intel was so important to the group, they should seek Clayton. The elven woman then took her leave, calling the shining arcades of Solon to follow her. As the party gathered themselves, they discovered a map leading to the elven borough of the city and a strange series of words. Aboria, before Elysium, before Celestia. As the group dusted themselves off, they headed back into the chaos with every intention of making things right.
1: The group has uh, recovered, been able to take a a rest and recover from the the burning, the scalding that they were given at Shialis's hands. During their rest, we're able to converse a little bit. Once the, the short rest is done, uh, you're able to move on. Uh, what would you like to do?
2: Well, should we make our way over to the ghetto? Let's go. I don't know what we'll find there. This map isn't very helpful.
1: There is
0: only one way to find out. So I guess let's... Are we still in Gabals right now, Justin? Okay. So let's make our way out. Uh, back out to the street.
1: Okay. Uh, Diogenes will lead you the rest of the way back out again. The slight... Very slight scolding of, uh, you know, try not to get yourselves killed uh, as you, you part ways. Says, well, good luck out there. Uh, hope you don't run into her again, but uh, we've all got it coming one way or another. We'll see how this whole Inquisitor situation ends up panning out, but uh, wish you the best. Hope at least one of you doesn't die.
2: Well, thank you. That's rather like promising.
1: <laughs> he shoes you out of the gate and into the city once more. City's starting to get quieter throughout this whole time, and I know you just spent a while resting back at the Cabal School there. The aerial battle that was going on above is mostly quieted down. Uh, The night is beginning to grow quite long for each of you. It's beginning to go also quite quiet and cold as the winter air sweeps down through. About a mile down the road, Uh, kind of through the district you make your way to one of the uh, elven ghettos in the city for the most part the city is pretty open There's not really like any walls besides the gate districts and things like this Uh, but you know that throughout the city there are these small pockets where different races will tend to congregate Uh, this particular one being elvish a large percentage of the elven populace in the city tends to reside within these little ghettos. The elvish one is a little bit infamous throughout the city in that there's no actual openings, no doors, no arches, no easy way in or out of this walled compound, basically. Uh, And seemingly it's this way on purpose. Fortunately, since you have two elves in your party... Uh, both of you have found your way to this area in the past. Uh, you're able to kind of know how this this situation works. And so without too much effort, you guys are able to find the triggering mechanisms that are hidden amongst the various carvings of celestial creatures and gods and myths and such. Uh, and these little triggering mechanisms that are hidden, you're able to flip them and you can hear this kachunk from within the wall. A small section, about the size of a door basically, recesses back slightly so that you guys could push your way through. It's no longer barred. The rest of you, never seeing something like this before, would have had a much more difficult job of trying to find these locations, Um, but fortunately you got some insider information to get through yourself.
3: We're here under the auspices of our elvish hosts. We'll be okay. Uh, I mean, I'm going to pull my hood sure. over my head.
1: Well, not quite hostile to non-elves. They are definitely... Um, wary. Wary, yeah.
0: Well, fortunately, Rayland, even though the denizens of this ward might be a little bit on edge, just like the rest of Gate Pass, all are welcome.
3: Easy for you to say.
0: You're an elf. Well, and you are my friend. Mm. We will cover you just fine. I'll give him a big smile, and then I will go in first.
2: I'll kind of look at Rayland and roll my eyes a little bit and turn and follow Jack in.
1: Being somewhat, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, uh, the ghetto itself is pretty quiet. Uh, and as you look around, it's filled with many trellises along the sides of buildings, And there's plenty of open squares lit by continual flame spells that flicker and move like dancing lights. A few buildings have been damaged by fire, but even now, there are some children that still play in the streets despite the recent danger. While none of them bother you, neither do they look friendly at the outsiders who've come in.
2: Children at 2 a.m.?
1: So keep in mind, elvish sleeping schedules are a little bit different.
2: Oh, that's true. (laughs) Completely forgot about that, yep. And
1: so since you only need four hours of trance... In a 24-hour period, there's a little bit more length of day for the children to play, (laughs) or night.
4: So here's my terrible note-taking skills already come into play. There's a temple safe house, but that's quite literally all that I've written down.
1: Uh, Yes, you're looking probably more for a carpenter shop than a temple in here.
2: Got it. And do we know, based off of the map in our... Uh, past travels here where that might be. I mean, the
1: map, while it is kind of not uh, as detailed as you might have you know, loved to see, it's not like an atlas or anything like this, um, but from the door, there is a very clear path that is given to you uh, to head towards this carpenter's shop if you'd like Let's to. Let's do that. Let's follow that. Lead the way. Head right around. Uh, it's only I'll a be- couple of minutes. I'm
3: gonna, stay pretty, I'm gonna stay pretty close on Jack, or
2: Matheria's
3: Beth- uh, Beth- uh, heels.
4: I'm casting Vigilant Blessing on Matharia. Bro, you
0: said my turn was next. So you
4: have an advantage All on right. initiative. Advantage na- on you went You did when we fought Sheila's. You got it. You got it because but... she said we're going alphabetical. Yep.
1: You spend the next couple of minutes walking through the ghetto before you come to a two-story brick building that appears to have curtains pulled at first glance. As you get closer... You realize that instead of curtains, they are wooden frames that are painted on to look like curtains instead, and completely block sight inside. The chimney up above leaks smoke, but there seems to be no entrance to the building. In fact, the only creature you find is a simple rat rooting around for food, which quickly scurries away hmm. once noticed.
3: Is there like an alley in the building? Is there like a way that I can get toward, like, just kind of case the joint for Absolutely. a second. Absolutely. There
1: is an alley that runs kind of behind the building uh, and such, so if yeah. you wanted to take a trip back there, you definitely could do so.
3: I'm going to just take a quick look for traps along the alleyway if there's any narrow gaps, and I'm also going to do so. Okay. Uh,
1: make a perception check.
3: That is a four.
1: Alright, well. <laughs> uh, no, You just you make your <laughs> way through uh, this. It's only five feet wide. This little alleyway that's kind of running behind the what you assume is a carpenter's shop of some sort Uh, and as you go through it you don't really see much of anything it's a it's a brick building basically right abutting against the exterior wall of the the compound of the ghetto Uh, and you make your way through you don't find anything except for you know you scare that rat once more as you kind of uh, you come out the other side around to the to the front of the building once more meeting back up at the party uh without having seen anything or any way in
3: no joy
2: there's a door there's a front door though right there's
1: not a front door
2: there's not a front door all right all right sorry missed that Hmm.
3: um i didn't even see any markings or any sort of symbols of elvish
1: significance there's really just brick walls the entire way around basically it's like the first level or eight feet or so is like brick. And then above that, it becomes wooden for like the, the finishing of the second floor. And then there's a chimney. There appears to be no windows, at least none that are real. There's the ones that are boarded up or not real or however you want to phrase that. Um, but there does not appear to be any doors on any side of the building or any open windows.
2: May I with, uh, I don't know, I don't know, whatever elvish intelligence I have, look for what could be a hidden door? Like what we experienced getting into the ghetto. Sure. Uh, go
1: did. ahead and make a perception check, and I will allow you to make it with advantage, also. So and add a d4. Okay.
0: So just because we did the wall on the outside, I would see Matharia is doing it and do the same. So can I jump in as well? Sure. You can also roll with advantage if you'd like.
2: Fifteen total.
0: Okay. Natural twenty for twenty-two total.
1: <laughs> Very nice. You guys kind of go opposite directions, and you search your way around the building as you make it there. And just as you're both making your way to the backside in this little alley, uh, and you're just about to meet up with each other, uh, you both get to the same spot at basically the same time. And you both realize suddenly that there is a secret door built into the wall here that's made of wood, but it's painted to look Uh. like brick. And you're also aware that there are three switches hidden in a carving of various celestials. Uh, Uh The switches, which can be turned are carved to resemble a winged woman with a trumpet, a noble and muscular man with a lion's head and an armored woman with a gleaming greatsword. Intriguing. So this is
2: Um, is definitely the
1: Arborea before Elysium before Celestia.
2: So which is which, then?
1: All of you can also make a investigation check.
4: All right. I'll give guidance to
0: Winry.
1: 21 for me.
2: Three for me.
1: (laughs) 17. Nice. Four. So Winry, Rayland, and Jack, then, are all able to realize, as they start kind of investigating these, these figures and this wall, that... There is also a carved sunbeam that has the presence of a trap within it. Okay. Hmm. The specifics of the trap, you don't know for sure. Intuition would tell you that getting the order incorrectly would probably lead not just to being unable to get within, but also Stalgies. to triggering the trap.
2: Jack, what do you remember again about the three locations? How would we determine which image would depict each plane of existence what were the pictures again Justin
1: the three pictures were first a winged woman with a trumpet a noble and muscular man with a lion's head and an armored woman with a gleaming greatsword here's what I remember arborea is the
0: name given to a theoretical good aligned plane of chaos there are a number of extra planar beings that reside in that plane. For example, the Eladrin are protectors of it. Um, Gael, Lossals, and Lelans are common. What are those,
1: Justin? Make an intelligence check.
2: Celestial versions of normal creatures.
1: Fixed. Uh, which which were you think, uh, asking about specifically? Uh, I guess Gael. Uh, so Gael are like, um, they're sort of the Knights Errant of the Eladrin. That's about all you know about them.
0: Okay. And then do I know anything about lossels or Lelans? I've never also- heard of them before. Okay. So that's Arborea. Elysium is the good plane. It's got phoenix, polyphants, these adorable elephants that look like they're made of leaves. Other typical benevolent creatures. And then Celestia is a civilized good plane, all manner of angels, devas, and uh, other angelic beings.
2: Well, then should we make the assumption that the winged woman with the trumpet would stand for Celestia?
1: I think so.
4: I think so. I think the noble man
1: Herborea. with a lion's head.
4: With a lion's head, that was the key. Noble and muscular man with the lion's head.
1: Um, so far, no,
4: no, I like... would say the armored one is... Okay, Celestia, that's what you guys said. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, the winged woman is Celestia. Right. Then we've got the noble, noble, muscular nobleman with the lion's head and the armored woman. It sounds like Arborea has more to do with...
4: The armored one.
0: I think it has more to Protector. do with protectors and also it sounds like humanoids... Whereas Elysium sounds more like creatures. Things like, potentially, a man with a lion's head.
2: That is what I was thinking as well. I agree.
0: So the lion the then is Elysium.
4: Yeah, so then...
3: Although, well, I would say that Aborea is probably the one with the trumpet.
4: That's initially what I was thinking.
2: Why would you say that, Ryland?
3: Because Celestia is probably
1: the great sword. That's what angel. I was thinking. Anyone without, um, or besides Jack, can also make an intelligence check, by the way, to try to identify these figures.
4: Yeah, 16. Nice. Uh, 15. Very
1: nice. 16. Very nice. Okay. So, Bryn, you recognize the noble, muscular man with a lion's head. uh, Very quickly jumps off the page to you, and you're like, oh, I've heard of these. This this is a, a Lionel, or a Lionel. You recognize them. Yep. Uh, Mitharia, you have also seen the, the winged woman with a trumpet you can recognize very quickly as an archon, specifically a trumpet archon. Ah. And then Rayland, your last one, the armored woman with the greatsword, you think is probably some sort of a uh, Gael Aladrin. And I was wrong.
3: Uh-huh.
1: As they are the, the fighters, the, the knights errant.
2: Then I think we have this right.
0: The
1: series of words
0: is Arboria before Elysium, before Celestia. So wait so a second. Then. I bury you before Elysium, so I you first, and then Elysium for I Celestia. hear a whisper over yeah, your, so your
1: shoulder moment. as you're talking this over. Like, hey, hey, I see you needs helps, and I needs to stay alive as such. Feel we could, uh, could helps each other, yeah?
2: Excuse me?
1: I'd be willing to strike you all as a deal. Pardon? Ooh. I lets you in. You gives me the case, yeah? is inside, you can keep. I don't care, but I get the case.
2: Who Who, who is this speaking?
1: Uh, you don't know. There's It's just a, a voice. Can I see anybody in the dark?
2: Would you be so kind as to show yourself?
1: I draw my short sword. You look around and you see nothing. There is no being. There's not even an animal nearby you that seemingly is talking out of invisibility. Show yourself and we'll talk.
0: So while they're looking around, I'm going to say out to the same voice. That sounds like a
1: splendid deal. Um, One hang up. What box are you referring to? I know it's why he's here. There's only one reason to be here. It's for that case. And I need the case. You can keep what's inside. You can get it open, but I need the case.
2: And why would you need the case, if I may be so bold as to ask?
1: That's the job. A uh, a job that you can't quite refuse, you know.
2: I believe I understand. Well, why don't you show yourself first before we make any sort of deal?
1: I don't know, I don't know about stats, you know. I, uh... I'm,
2: not, I'm just not sure if I can trust someone who I can't even see. That's all.
1: <laughs> After a minute, um, out from kind of a nook and a cranny in a corner, you see a mid sized looking rat basically just peek out from the corner and look up at you. And say, There, you seized me. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is what you's gotst you got now. We got the creepy. deals now
0: or no? First of all, um, very warm greetings to you, friend. Uh, my name is Jack. What is your name?
1: I don't know that you need man's name, no? But, Currycheck. You can call me Currycheck. Currycheck?
3: How about this? We deliver the case to the Lyceum, and they can agree to give it to you.
1: Uh, Lyceum? That's. No, no, way too far. No, no, I need the case now. Well,
2: if you only needs the box, then we. Might be able to get
1: the information out of it. As useful as you know, you know, I I can open this door.
2: Well, so can we. How are you even going to carry the case out of here?
1: Don't you? you use let me worry about the carry-ins, yeah. I uh, th-
4: haven't haven't we we figured this out?
1: I
0: I think that your deal uh, is very gracious. Uh, however, I believe that we have uh, figured out how to open the door. But you're welcome to come in with us if you would like.
2: So then I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask then, since I uh, I must agree with my companion here that I do believe we've figured the door out. What exactly is it? What exactly do you have for us if we give you the case?
1: Oh, you kind of you see the rat kind of look around, concerned for a second. Says, "Well, uh, I mean, it's trapped though. I, I could I could get rid of the traps, yeah." <laughs>
2: Do you mean on the inside, or just the door?
1: The door. It shoots, it shoots needles.
2: Even if we get the door correct?
1: You willing to risk it?
2: Rayland, dear, do you believe that you could dismantle this trap here yourself?
3: Hmm. I'll take a look at it.
1: So you could try to disable the trap, but you do also know that if you unsuccessfully attempt to get rid of it, uh, it will discharge.
3: Yeah. I think that we have the puzzle figured out. We might as well just chance it then. I could try and dismantle the trap, though. Probably do a good job of it, even. But why risk it?
2: So, my dear I, as much as I'd love to help you out, you're not giving us much incentive to help you.
3: Uh,
0: I am going to say, well, there is only one way to find out if we actually need your help, sir. Uh, I will uh, reach in, and I will push the armored woman first, the noble man with the lion second, and the winged woman third. I step with back. with The winged woman with the trumpet <laughs> third.
2: I'm, I'm with Bryn.
1: Just as you start pressing the first couple of switches and turning them, the rat says, who's making some mistakes? And you turn the second one, it says, we do it the hards way, then, yeah. And suddenly, the rat jumps towards Jack with quick speed uh, and attempts to bite you.
3: No, I'll I'll try and I'll try and slice him. I have my sword and dagger drawn. We will. I do
2: not.
1: Quickly roll initiative.
4: Eighteen.
3: Twenty-one.
0: I roll a natural one, so it's three for me. So I like to think that the rat dies. For me, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, he has a rat. It's a little spooked. The rat-cat the rat dynamic here is, uh...
4: 21.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nine. Uh, so Rayland Winry, you two are the first and the quickest to react as this small little white rat uh, goes diving towards Jack midair.
3: Could I use a bonus action, use action, uh, use item?
1: Could I try and catch him in my backpack?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, sure, you could try to dive in front and catch him. Make a... we'll just say make a dexterity check. That's a 16. Nice. You jump in front, kind of push Jack aside just at the last second, whip out the backpack, jump in the air, and bag the rat in the backpack. Nice.
3: <laughs>
1: um, close it tight. You cinch it shut. What else is in there?
3: Um, I can tell you, I have just a uh, bunch of random uh, stuff. I just want to make sure
1: it wasn't anything like big or important in there for you. No, there's like ball bearings. Please. There's like a bell in there. Okay,
3: um, I'm assuming it's for thieving things.
1: Hammer. Um, you know, oil flask. Sure, I'm sure. You're okay, off with. the the rat seemingly is within the the bag right now. Awesome.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna say to him, "You really want to go through with this?" He's he's
1: in a bag. <laughs> I'm just saying, so I have an action left? Yep. I'm just going to smack it against the wall for a measure. <laughs> Why don't you just roll a d4 damage? I'm going to say you can't hilarious. fail to do this.
3: That's a four damage. Oh, oh, maxed out. You
1: you smack him up against the wall real hard.
3: And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and speak through the hole of the bag. Just like, do you really want to go through with this?
1: You left me no choice. Winner, it is your turn. In case you're curious, if you wanted to do something.
3: All right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm holding that bag, though. I'm ready. Yep.
1: Uh, you got your okay. face right next to the bag's opening, talking in. Great, cool. That, that sounds like a good.
3: Um, that seems like a good situation <laughs> for me. I wish I
4: hadn't. <laughs> no. Okay.
1: Uh, Bryn, is there anything you'd like to do?
4: Already a sacred flame. If he gets out.
1: Okay. Uh, on the rat's turn, it will. Kind of dive out the top of the bag uh why don't you make a dexterity check once more Brayland?
3: uh 15 this time okay oh God.
1: as soon as the rat makes it to the top of the bag you see it make eye contact with you for a split second rayland and then it disappears just vanishes and as you close back up the bag's top around where it was you feel like legs almost as it goes slipping off out of the bag he says bless you you'll see me again you hear the of rat feet
0: i certainly hope so this was a very interesting exchange
4: (laughs) did i see him running off
1: nope he was invisible you hear the kind of foof and then the flapping of wings Uh. Still invisible but uh something alighted it seems and took off wow uh
3: well, that That's was kind of right. weird, huh?
0: I have never been accosted by a rat before, but quick thinking Raylan. that was quite impressive. Also, thank you. Mm. Did Raylan grunt? Mm. I couldn't hear anything so I was
1: assuming.
2: <laughs> well then.
1: And you finish up and you turn the switch in the last one, the armored woman with the gleaming greatsword. You hear a click from within, and you tense for a split second, but nothing fires out, in fact, two sections right in front of you of this wooden piece seem to unlatch from each other and begin to kind of just drift slightly inwards as though you can now push them through
2: say great work everyone
3: natharia after you
2: well then i will lead us in then
1: ladies first
2: (laughs) what a gentleman and i will
4: giving vigilant blessing to Raylan.
2: i will have my hand on my sword though i will not draw it and i will enter
0: I'll go in right behind Matharia, And I'll be behind Jack.
4: I'll go last. Oh, Winry's still
1: there. You push open the door, like grand doors, but they're kind of small. So they're like two two two-foot doors, basically, that swing each direction. So you push your way into a large room. It's about a 50-foot square room, dimly lit by a fire in the fireplace against the left wall. It fills the building with a modest warmth as well. Casting shadows throughout the room are nearly a dozen doors propped up by metal frames, all of them looking unfinished. Tools hang around the walls. Stacks of wood are piled beside the fireplace, and a sawdust covers the floor. It looks like the workshop of a carpenter who is obsessed with doors. There's a staircase in the back right corner that leads up, and one of the doors stands at the foot of the stairs. Four beautiful celestial badgers with coats of gold, silver and platinum hue stand alert as you enter and kind of give a low grumble looking at you though they do not aggress upon you.
4: So legit celestial badgers with coats
2: on.
1: Their coats like oh, the coats well, for
2: okay, gold. I say we come in peace and we mean you no harm. We only come for information.
1: They I've not made any things that sound like words in your direction, though they kind of get the feel from your words that you might not be as threatening. Uh, As they kind of look you all over, they sniff a little bit and then sit back down on all fours, still looking alert and watching you, but allowing your presence.
0: Um, Did you say they're celestial badgers?
1: You would guess so, just because they, they have coats in colors that are not normal. Oh, okay. They are golden, silver, and platinum, as opposed to black. they shiny boys.
2: Well, um, (laughs) I've been in a situation like this before. Four of them?
1: There's four of them. So the stairs are, you can kind of see them just a little bit over here. Uh, And there's doors that are all along here that are frames with a door in it. So they're blocking line of sight. It's just really filled with doors.
4: Can I go up to one of the doors I'd like to just open it in its frame and see if I can see
1: through it. You walk forwards to the nearest door and you turn the handle, it is unlocked, push it open and the door functions like you'd expect with a normal door Uh, and this door is now swinging open instead. So the badges are just watching us do this? They are. There's like a slight growl of dog that is like, I don't know you, but I've been told that you're fine, kind of <laughs> thing going on over there. I don't trust you. No aggression. They've seemed to settle down a little bit and just are watching.
0: I would like to reach into my pack and I would like to pull out some some rations, I imagine some some beef jerky, place it in my hand. I'm gonna hold my hand out to them, slowly walk toward them, and say we do not mean any harm. We're here looking for someone, someone who has something that can help a lot of people, and we certainly, uh, we certainly don't mean any harm.
1: Jack, be careful. As you get closer to it, and you're kind of reaching your hand down with like the the dried meat, uh, they start sniffing <laughs> in the air. Uh, they don't make any. Real recognition that they understand what you're saying, uh, but very quickly you have four badgers surrounding you who are all trying to grab the meat out of your hands. Going
2: up very slowly, right behind Jack, just so that I'm there in case anything happens. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break up the ration into a few smaller pieces and start handing them out to the to the badgers. Want some cheese too. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I hesitate for a moment when Raylan says that, and then yes, I will pull out some of my cheese. I, I don't. I don't know if the hedger actually like cheese or not, but I will cut a piece off. Jack,
1: make an animal handling check, please, with advantage. Regain.
0: Okay, with, that was with advantage. I rolled uh, a natural one and a seven.
1: Oh. <laughs> with a little bit of coaxing, you're able to get the badgers to tentatively snatch the, the ration, the dried meat out of your hands and the cheese. Uh, and they kind of take it and they kind of move a couple of feet away and eat it while still watching you concerned, but accepting. So
0: I'm going to stay there kind of next to them. I'll say to everyone else, I think I'm connecting with them. You guys, you guys look around, I'll keep them at bay.
1: While they're doing that, I'm going to open another door
0: and you wanted to do something.
1: The doors all open easily if they swing in their hinges uh, and just look to be, as far as you can tell, completely ordinary doors. Okay.
4: Can I no. go? You... Go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. I'm wandering,
3: I'm wandering through the place. I'm going to be right there. I was going to go look up this. Stairs. Yeah, I'll be... it... if you're going through the stairs, you am going to be looking through the doors.
1: Uh, as you start making your way over to the other section over here, I know Rayland and Bryn were heading this direction. I'll pull Winry as well. Uh, you hear and almost see voices from above just a couple of of uh of voices and they say who who is it do 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 all of us hear this or just those
2: three who are over there
1: let we hear it better, you might be able to just hear that someone talked at least because it's relatively quiet in the place, but it's, it's hard for you to make out exactly what happened or like voices at all. It's just it's like a, a low like stage whisper almost. I'll
4: move, but Female I or it, male? I
0: think,
1: sir. The one that spoke was a male voice. That's about all you could tell from it.
3: Stage whisper to Jack.
1: Jack,
0: over here. I'll, I'll move up, uh, away from the badgers towards the stairs and I will say... uh Greetings, friend. I know it is very late. Uh, We were sent here looking for Clayton. Is that you, perchance?
1: As you make your way across, the badgers do kind of follow you at a distance, looking at you almost with expectant eyes as you do so. Uh, You make it over to the other side, give a somewhat of a stage whisper back upstairs. uh, They say, Clayton? Who's that?
2: we're not in the right place but we're
3: somewhere
1: um I'm
3: not gonna say very quietly say say we're from sailors you're
1: with with Shialis? The your voice is getting louder <laughs> as, it, as it's talking really I thought we were the only ones
0: uh no she has friends in many places my name is Jack what is your name
1: uh, well why don't you just just come upstairs. We can talk.
0: There there are uh, I do not wish to alarm you, but there are badgers down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there You've never seen them before?
0: I There are. I I personally have not. No. Interesting. Well, we will we will okay. make our way up and discuss further. They're not going to uh nip us or anything, right? They don't have an allergy to
3: beef jerky?
1: Not if you're not a, you know, a devil or a demon.
3: They can't see us, right?
1: No, the door is closed. They're talking down through the the rails, the banister rails. There's a little bit of vision, but very little.
3: He's gonna like lightly tap, hit the back of his knee, trying to make him a little off balance, like, shut up. (laughs)
1: like the Becca jackson
3: yeah uh all right i take it but i'm not gonna
0: take it as that i'm gonna take it as go ahead so i'm just gonna go upstairs (laughs) i was gonna ask if the guy sounds like suspicious or like anxious but i don't think i'm even gonna try to hear it i'm just gonna i was welcomed upstairs i'm gonna head upstairs
1: yeah we'll follow though the badgers kind of follow to the base of the stairs (laughs) and then they they just sit there Sadly, a little bit, uh, as you guys make your way up to the top of the stairs. Here, I'm going to
4: do this. I'll be the last one. Can I try and give one of the badgers a scritch?
1: Make an animal handling check. Thank you, Justin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Proficient in it, so I get to add my proficiency bonus. 18. Nice.
1: <laughs> It looks quite pleased with you. And as you reach in for a little scritch behind the ear, it kind of leans in towards it and like kicks a foot slightly as you do it. Exactly. (laughs) So you you found exactly the right spot that it was looking for. (laughs) That's cute. You make your way to the top of the stairs. Get a moment to catch your bearings and look around. You are in a relatively Spartan room. Uh, Actually, a quite Spartan room. Uh, It has this sparsest of furnishings, just a pair of mats for the elves to presumably rest on. Both of these two people who are above are elves. There's one who is a male with slightly darker skin, but not like drow dark, just like a little darker. Uh, And then there's also a female who has much lighter complexion and hair to go along with it. Outside of that, like I said, there's a pair of mats that you presume for them to rest on. Uh, and there's a couple of shelves stocked with a little bit of food around. Not just is there, like, some meat and this sort of thing, but there is a couple of cheeses and various other items that you would look to for provisions. So, so Chalice, huh? I, didn't, I thought we were the only people working with her.
0: Uh, well, she tends to be a bit cloak and dagger, as you may know. Uh, We were also not aware of you uh, working with her either. What are you here for? Well, she got a hold of something um, that she intended to hand off to us. We were told, we were given a map to come here uh, with the combination to the door. Uh, So I assumed that we were more or less waiting here for her. Has she arrived yet?
1: Not tonight. I guess that's why the badgers liked you. Well, the male kind of walks just to the other side of that central pillar uh, and scoots out from behind it a thick steel box. At least it looks like steel. That is etched with swirling patterns. And it is black as night as he pulls it out from behind the pillar. I mean, we've got the box. Uh, Ah. case. But, uh... She said for us to hold it until she got here.
2: That would be the one.
0: So uh, I'm, I apologize. Uh, clarification: She did she bring the box here earlier tonight, or it's been here? No,
1: we we did.
2: Oh, that's right. I remember hearing about you too, from Larian. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Larian. Yeah. Shalos, we I mean, we took it tonight off that ridiculously you ugly see, little see, scrawny that's thing.
2: That's right, like the ugly gnome. That's right.
1: <laughs> well, stupid. Stupid. the plan's changed.
3: Tell him, Jack.
0: The plan has changed. The uh, the ferocity of the Regussian invasion has kind of moved things forward a bit. Uh, we were told by Shayla to take possession of that case. Um, we were told about the two of you, though I'm surprised that she did not mention that you would be here, uh, but it's always a pleasure to uh, meet those uh, who are also in company with us.
2: Uh, I
1: mentioned down the stairs, my name is Jack.
0: What, what are your names?
1: I'm Galarian, the male says. Uh, it's Saphiel."
2: Well, it's very nice to meet the two of you.
1: You're working with Shialis? You're working with Shahalesti? You're working with Non-Elves? And he kind of glances towards Rayland and especially Bryn on the other side.
2: Well, a good help is hard to come by these days. <clears throat>
3: and it's strange times. Strange times call for strange measures. Right.
1: Odd bedfellows and all. Sure. Uh make uh Mitharia and Jack make deception checks. Twenty-three. Uh just twenty. Huh. They both look at you and they're like, huh. I didn't think Shahalesti would work with none else. It's kind of a probably don't want to tell anyone else that. I might, you know, get the wrong ideas. Especially not Braggat Kalanus. Trust me, we're not planning on
2: it. If I could maybe uh,
0: give you a look behind the curtain. Since this invasion, you know, it's Regessian and Shahalesti's involvement in things going on here might seem strange. So to cover the fact that we are connected to Shaholesti, we bring others amongst us that would kind of bury the lead that we are uh, so connected. Plus, yeah. there is not going to be a better uh, uh, someone with quicker hands than Rayland here, and Winry is a good friend, and Bryn keeps us on our feet. We. <laughs> Seem to work really well together, and no one has asked us if we are aligned with Shahalasti. It has
1: worked quite well. Jack, Windry, Bryn, and Rayland, huh?
2: And I'm Atharia. Interesting.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, nice to see you guys. Uh, guess we'll we'll stay waiting for Shahelesti. Uh, hope she gets here soon. We're supposed to be taking off soon. I hope you guys coming with us then. We're taking the box now.
2: As we said, the plan has changed.
1: Sure. I will let the three of you who have spoken all make persuasion checks. Oh,
4: man. Uh, can I say one thing? I was going to jump in and say, it's hard to believe just because I know that you don't trust us. Like, And I point to like Winry and Rayland. But we were, our meeting point with Shayla's was at Gabal's school and she was attacked there and we helped fend them off and she fled and told us to come here and get the box.
1: Okay. Um, and they
4: killed Larian too.
1: <laughs> so Jack, uh, Matharia, and Rayland all make persuasion checks and Bryn make a deception check.
2: Uh, 15 for me.
1: Fifteen. Okay. 18. Ten.
2: Eighteen.
1: Okay. <laughs> they kind of look over all of you, and they give kind of a, a searching look towards Rayland, especially, and then to Bryn as it's telling the story, and they're like, "Huh. Well, I guess it makes sense. We got to get the box out of here fast. I'm not sure that our plan is going to get us out of here tonight. And with the moving of the scourge and all, I mean, they're, they're I could see why plans change in a hurry. So." He slides the case with his foot, though it looks quite heavy uh, and the grunts a little bit. He's like,
2: Oh
1: well. <clears throat> I'm glad to get rid of it, I guess. What do you guys deal with it?
2: We appreciate your understanding in this matter.
1: We'll see you on the other side. Yeah. We'll wait around. We'll tell Shialis that you guys got it. I'm sure she'll be relieved to hear.
2: Yes, she will. Appreciate
1: it. Is the box
3: something I can pick up?
1: It's gonna be quite heavy for you. It would be I'll grab it. So it's it's a little over a foot by a foot by a foot in dimensions, and it is solid metal. So it's something like 40, 50 pounds as a rough guess.
4: Say, Winry, can you help me?
1: Uh, Winry just walked away, but she would certainly help (laughs) you. But she
4: can (laughs) certainly help me.
1: Uh, Between the two of you, it is not, like, you could definitely carry it by yourself, but it would make it so that you could not move particularly quickly. Uh, And... Not just something that you can carry and walk around with particularly well. Like you can't hide it very well. It's pretty obvious.
0: Um, while the two of them are picking it up and kind of moving along, I assume everyone's kind of starting to move down the stairs. I'm going to take one step closer to the two of them and I'm going to make eye contact with both of them and say, uh, with Larian's death and the oncoming of the Regessians, I believe that Shalys has seen the writing on the wall, and she is leaving town as soon as possible. I'm sure she will reconnect with you as soon as possible, but for your own safety, please get out of the city. We don't have as many allies as we would like, and losing two like you would be a grievous wound. And I mean this with complete and utter sincerity.
1: Sure. We've got a... Gonna finish the job here. We'll be getting out before we get caught, that's for sure. We don't have quite as much to worry about as some of the others in the city, though.
4: As I'm struggling down the stairs with Winry because it's awkward on the stairs, I'll sort of yell back, your badges are cute.
1: <laughs> they just kind of smile and nod as though they know. As they slowly make their way down the stairs together, uh, the group leaves the two elves behind.
0: As soon as we are downstairs, I want to kind of, like, usher people out. The last person we want to run into right now is Shayla,
3: so we got to get the fuck out of here. Let's try and hustle a little bit.
4: Raylan, should you check the door before we go out?
1: Yeah, I'll take a quick quick
3: look in the alley in the back there just to check.
1: Okay. You glance out sneakily, look both directions. It appears to be just as empty as it was when you left it. Um, Then let's go. You make your way out into the alley, uh, and about 10 feet along the building, you suddenly hear a noise coming from your right. Rayland, I'm assuming you're in the lead? Yeah. Uh, You make your way out, and suddenly, from the side, you are accosted, Rayland. Rayland, from seemingly nowhere in visibility, a small rat bites you (laughs) on the side of the, well, we'll see. Uh, it is a 18 to hit. Ah, uh, that hits. As this rat comes flying in, it suddenly becomes visible. As soon as it bites you, it uh, deals four piercing damage to you and make a Constitution saving throw. What? 13. Uh, and as it bites into you, uh, the rat. Uh, comes flying down, suddenly appears as it bites into you. You can feel this corrosive or poisonous. Rabies. Yeah, like rabies almost, starting to, to fester in the wound. Uh, you also take six points of poison damage. No. As it bites you and says, I told you, you left me no choice. And continuing with the same initiative as we had before, uh, Rayland, you can make a response.
3: I'm gonna get this guy. Um, so that's I'm gonna swing my short sword and dagger at him. So I rolled an eighteen. I rolled an eighteen and a sixteen. Justin. Do okay. Those hit? Yep.
1: Both those hit. You kind of shake the the rat off of your, like your lapels, basically. Brush him down to the ground uh, and stab him with the rapier, and then slash the sword across him. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> um, nine damage. Uh, So you do list two strikes to it. You kind of pin it with the first rapier and then slice across with the short sword. Uh, Well, short sword matter. And you seem almost slightly resistant to the effects as it uh, hisses back towards you still once more. Winry, it is your turn.
3: I'm going to kick at it. 14.
1: 14 hits. It's You kind of punt it. It kind of flies up in the air. It still looks... Conscious as it makes eye contact with you, as it's up in the air right in front of your face.
3: Um, I'm gonna headbutt it. Oh, four damage.
1: So between Rayland pinning it with the dagger, slicing it with the short sword, Winry walks up and boots him like off the wall into the air, and then just like headbutt crushes <laughs> him into the wall again afterwards. And then the rat falls down to the ground uh, and reverts back into its true form. It becomes a small, little, impish character, red with horns and bat-like wings as it lays there on the ground, dying. You s- will be sorry as it falls down.
4: Is it unconscious or just, or is it dead? It
1: appears to be dying, at least.
4: I want to pick him up. Can I pick him up, stabilize him, and time up?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you'd like to, sure. I'll, I'll assist, because that's what I was going to do, too. Yeah. Technically, make a medicine check. We'll let you do it with advantage.
4: Does it matter that I still have my healer's kit? or If, if it's you if I
1: don't want, want to use, to use a charge, you can. Sure. So you'd stabilize it instantly. He is sort of conscious at this point in time. It's more, it's going to take like a couple hours for him to come back to consciousness, but it is That's just fine. alive at this point in time. Yeah, he's alive. I'm going to
3: throw him in my bag and tie it
1: up. We're going to bring him?
4: (laughs) Yes, I want to bring him with.
1: We're bringing him along. Let's go. Okay, if you're going to tie him up, then someone needs to cut rope or something similar.
4: I have rope and I have Raylan cut it
1: with his sword.
3: I'll volunteer to tie it up.
1: Okay, make a sleight of hand check. Uh, Shorten your rope by about two feet, there, Bren. Then
4: guidance, yeah. So add a D four. Yeah, I added a D four. I
1: didn't. I rolled a five. 14. You are able to tie him up with relative success, uh, and then you want to put him in your backpack. Throw him in my bag. Tie that up. You have you have an imp with you. Yeah. Right, let's, keep, let's keep moving. In your backpack.
0: While we're shaking off this ridiculousness, <laughs> um, are the the two ladies are still carrying it? brandon and mm-hmm. winry. so while they're carrying it i assume together i'd like to walk up kind of next to them because we're moving like moving our way out of here while we're moving i would like to kind of look over the box and see if it's straightforward or not to open or if i can figure out a way to open it i'm not going to yet but i just want to see if i can figure it
1: out make an arcane check arcana check
0: Oh my gosh, 24.
1: Uh, You know, just by looking at it, there's no normal opening device that you can find on it. Uh, But you do also know that there's some way that this top comes off of the bottom half of it, so to speak. It's like a hinged box almost. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have accessible, obvious hinges that you can see, but somehow it's got to open. Uh, and you also know that it has been locked with some kind of arcane lock as well. So
0: I don't think that I can open it right now.
1: You would have to try to force it open.
0: I don't want to do that. So while I'm looking it over, I'm just kind of whispering to everyone saying, uh, I I just wondered if it was openable just in case something else Some other rat or badger comes out of nowhere to take it. If we could open it and see what's inside, at least we would have the intelligence that Funsbar was not allowed to speak of in our heads. But I think it's better for us to move this along and get it back to Torrent as soon as possible.
2: Yes, we should meet her at the temple.
1: Do you make your way out of the Elven Ghetto you are working your right way back to the entrance that you came in through. It was a couple of minutes walk through the ghetto. Uh, and as you're going through, you start to see the movement of a of a carried light in front of you. And from your relative darkness that you're in, you can make it out as a blondish colored hair with a red cloak, piercing blue eyes that look very familiar. Mm you see her gloves that are silver and shining out. She's walking through the ghetto towards the carpenter's shop. Jaylist. All right, where do we hide?
2: We duck. i uh, I'm, I'm ducking into whatever alley is nearby.
1: All of you go ahead and make a stealth check. That sucks so much. Nine. Natural 20.
4: Unnatural 20 here. 21. 17. Very Sorry, nice.
2: 20.
1: Very nice, guys. Um, Everybody, everybody's making up. Pretty silly, but all good. You quickly dive behind some nearby buildings and kind of take a more circuitous route back to where you were getting to, kind of going through some of the alleys in the back and staying off of the main road that it looks like she's walking through more. Uh, and you're able to avoid her on her way through this compound towards the carpenter shop and you make your way hurriedly through and out the door that you came through.
4: After we're out of the ghetto, I would I'd say, okay, I think we really should run now that we're past her.
3: Yeah.
4: It's, it's hard, yeah, so that but, was a but I can run with it.
3: Let's meet up with Torrent and bite me.
2: Yes, indeed. Quickly.
0: As fast as we can run without dropping the
1: case, similar to the way to Cabal's school, You would spend the next uh, roughly 45 minutes or so walking and hurrying as much as you can carrying this case. Through the city streets in the near pitch dark of night, the main road, the Emelk Way, is well lit throughout the city, even at night. It takes you about 45 minutes to an hour to make it there. After that time, you are able to make it to the temple, a Aquiline Cross location. The temple, when you arrive, is packed. At least a hundred nervous people all squeezed into a 40 foot circular prayer chamber with a couple of adjacent rooms. Many of them are nervously relating rumors about how the battle at the main gates are going. Children's cry. Priests tend to numerous injuries from fire, from stampeding crowds, and from violent looters. On one side of the room is the familiar flash of white hair that signifies Torrent. You also find the very small and quite homely looking Bunzbar at her side. He appears to have been set up on a, a bench or a pew and is just kind of laying there, taking up a couple of feet of bench. He is resting and recovering from his ordeal.
0: Torrent, Bunsbar it is wonderful to see you both still well, but we are in a bit of a hurry. Torrent, uh, it is time for us to move. We have the case. We need to get out of the city.
2: And in a hurry, too, we have someone on our trail. Not immediately, but he will be looking for us.
1: I understand, but I don't know that we should go right now. I think now might be the time to take stock of where we are and plan, not blindly rushing to the next event.
0: Oh yeah, she didn't have a plan for it. We had to talk about it and figure it out.
4: Is there some place we can hide? We kind of didn't really do a a great job tonight.
1: How concerned are we? Do they know you're here?
3: They don't know we're here, but they know our names.
1: Does your name connect to here? No. It
2: shouldn't.
3: I
1: know our description, and there's a hundred people in here. Easier to hide. Anonymity blend in. One of many.
2: Right, but we're also in putting all these lives in danger if they are led back to us in some way. And also, this box isn't really very anonymous if yeah, so we could at least hide the box somewhere, out of out of hand. Is
1: there an
0: antechamber or something?
1: We'll talk to the priest when he comes back. He's he's one of us. As she looks towards Matharia and Brayland, and she's he's one of us. But just we'll we'll wait for him. Just a second.
0: Jack is a little bit disappointed that she didn't look at Jack. Also,
1: like oh man. Just on the inside of the the main doors, and kind of sitting up on one of the. The benches near the doorway kind of sitting on the back of it a dark-skinned and dark-haired young half-orc woman dressed in all black uh is playing what sounds like a depressing tune on a guitar jack you quickly recognize it as a typical new year's festival song but it seems to have been redone in a minor key instead to make it more like a funeral march you can start to hear also the, the grumbles and the annoyances of everyone else around in the in the place. A shout comes from these disgruntled and dispirited crowd, saying, "Choose something more fun. We don't need this." Sh-. Jack do, you? which the woman replies, says, "Ah, left me sheet music for me happy songs back where it all burned," and she keeps playing through, spreading the suffering for all who can hear.
0: I'll I'll see the disgruntledness and I'll say, well, this won't do. I'll take out my banjo, pluck a few notes. I will start to sing this New Year's tune as everyone else would know it, except I speed it up just a tiny bit. So I start just singing myself and then uh, I will, uh, I'll nudge Bryn and uh, Winry and Matharia, and I'll think to nudge Raylan, but I'll be like, ah, nah, no." won't Uh, and try to get everyone around
1: singing the same song. Go ahead and make a dexterity check. Assuming that you're proficient with the instrument, you can add your proficiency bonus. Uh, And you can make it with advantage for the friends that you have around you.
4: While I'm singing, I'll go around and start trying to help bandage people up, too. Uh,
1: 13. Okay. Still not bad. Uh, So you kind of your fingers are a little bit rusty I'm tired uh, after the night's work. You're kind of tired yeah. uh, and you're kind of a little shaky from all the events that you've seen tonight. And so it takes you a minute to get kind of into the swing of things. But after a moment and feeling the music and getting more accustomed to the feel of the room, uh, you begin to kind of drown out her depressing guitar noises with the happier, livelier music of your banjo. And after a couple of times through the, the main riff of the song you start to kind of get people to join in and kind of clap along with you after a few minutes of playing you're able to kind of raise the spirits of the room
0: uh if if i could jump in really quick if i see i kind of see that it's not affecting everyone so like i want to finish the song and then i want to switch into a different song um i know that gate pass has a history with uh Ragesian occupation and that uh, even though there's still a statue to Coltung in the city, um, the people are proud to be uh, independent and not uh, overrun by the Regassians. I imagine that there is at least one or two kind of like rude or silly songs about Coltung and the Regessians that people would sing kind of to remember their... Uh, remember the people of Gate Pass pushing their uh, invaders out. And so i like to transition into that song.
1: It's a little bit more ridiculous and, and goofy than that. Uh, but you start to transition to a, a more fun song. A um, It's a song that's less eloquently titled The Dragon Who Choked on a Cow. <laughs> uh, but that is, yes. that's the song that you transition to in order to get the people r- lively and... Uh, calming like feeling good about themselves once again despite the the circumstances that they're in as you as you kind of get people to start enjoying the song and having fun a little bit uh you can see that the darkly clad uh half-orc girl uh just kind of rolls her eyes overly dramatically (sighs) gives up and instead gets down off the back of her seat and just kind of curls up on the bench instead begins to roll over and attempt to go to sleep instead after a few minutes uh the back doors open torrent will wave you towards them start moving her way in that direction the the head priest who is a human male will step towards the group especially jack having seen him or heard him playing a little bit will say thank you thank you for uh taking care of that that was a situation that really could have gone awry
0: my pleasure it it is new year's after all happy new year
1: the man looks tired and haggard but appreciative of your efforts to keep the 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 people within this temple from panicking says yeah i uh what can i and then as soon as he starts talking he kind of realizes that it's torrent there and he's like oh Oh, you come here. Come, come with me. Come, come to the back rooms and he'll wave you in through the, the back doors and into one of the priest chambers in behind his office. Basically, you're back. Torrent, I didn't, I didn't know if I would see you again. It is lovely as always. Likewise, they, uh, the rest of these here, they, they work for me, or at least they are currently. They've acquired something for us, for all of us. She says it kind of knowingly. It would be very helpful if we could keep it safe for a little bit while we figure out our next actions. She says, of course. Anyone with the resistance is welcome to use this space. We don't have any fear of it being taken or stolen or found by anyone. They wouldn't search the priesthood after all. Of course, leave it with me. We will watch over it. And Torrent, you and your friend—he kind of awkwardly looks towards the gnome. So you can stay here as well. You can guard it yourselves. I would uh, not dare keep you from it. What? What is it, though?
2: Information. At least that's what we've been told. And I look pointedly toward um, Bitney.
0: It is how we can.
1: Save gate pass. Sounds perfect, I guess. I'm vague but understandable. Come, I'll uh, lead you below. He opens a smaller passage on the side that spiral staircases downwards into a small safe house that is below the temple. Amid shelves of whiskey and such items, there is a table that would you think would be like a normal place for resistance members to meet. Uh, But there's no one else here currently, but here you can rest, have a place to hide and to store your stuff if you would like, while figuring out what the next step of the journey is going to be. Perfect.
0: I apologize. Um, This is such a rushed proceeding. You know Torrent. My name is Jack. Very warm greetings to you. Um, And these are my friends. What, What was your name? Oh,
1: of course. He reaches out to shake your hand and says, uh, Buran, Buran Watcher, I'd offer you healing, but unfortunately I am quite tapped. There's been many to spread it around with tonight, unfortunately.
2: We will be all right for the time being. I'm grateful for your offer,
1: though. So it's a it's a, a box that kind of points to what you guys are carrying. It's like, this is what is going to save us?
0: Funsbar, would you like
1: to fill us in? Shakes himself out of a, like, nap stupor as he's, like, wiping his (laughs) eyes a little bit. He's like, "Um, yes, I mean, it it is what I told you before. It's, uh, all the stuff I can't say, unfortunately.
2: Ah, yes, that's right. You've been bound to secrecy. Bound to not say a word about it. Convenient for us. So can you open this then, Funzbar?
1: Yes, I, I could. Yes. He walks up to it. And he said, well, let me, uh, just, uh, over here. And he kind of reaches around it a little bit. You hear like clicking and, and turning of gears. And then all of a sudden it pops open. There there. There, there we go. Uh, yes, there, there it is. He looks like he expected it, but it still startled him at the same time.
2: I'm going to try and look inside.
1: Inside of this box, this uh, like steel black steel crate or, or almost uh, is two inches on each side of steel or of a metal, potentially steel that lines the entire length or width of the, the case. And in the middle of it is a book. And as you pick up the book, if you would like to.
2: Aye, I will. It
1: just looks like a very ornate, leather-bound, thin tome. It's like an encyclopedia, basically, is kind of what it looks like.
2: And what exactly is in this book, Francois? Are we allowed to open this? Or I should we not? not
1: say any more. All
2: right, then. I am going to open the book.
1: You open the book, and inside you find a lot of... Writing, what languages do you speak?
2: Common, elvish, and undercommon.
1: Does anyone else want to look at it as well? I'm assuming you kind of pass it along if you don't know what it looks like.
2: If I don't recognize it, yes, I
1: will. So, what languages does everyone have? (laughs) Uh, Winry, do you want to look at the book too?
2: Uh, yeah,
0: Orin, Common, and Infernal. Did
1: you actually recognize some of the symbols in the book? Uh, and you realize that they are infernal alphabet at least although the way that they're written makes absolutely no sense as though they are written in code as well unfortunately you are unable to decipher how the code works however Uh, but you can still make an intelligence check if you would like okay uh you kind of page through it quickly the only things that you're really able to kind of glean from it is that there's some like architectural drawings and there's maps and stuff bunch of like buildings and locations that don't really mean anything to you it looks like some of them are underground that's about all you can pick out of it there's like notes and arrows and all sorts of stuff but you can't read what they say so it makes it really hard to figure out what anything is it's a bunch of gibberish perfect but it is big and voluminous (laughs) like there's there's a lot of text here as well Winry, do you recognize
0: the language? The symbols, yeah, but it's
1: coded.
0: What language is it?
1: Infernal. Oh.
0: Winry, why do you know Infernal?
1: That is a very good question. Uh, you know, you meet people on the road. That teach you Infernal? Well, there's like a lot of different interesting people in the circuits business.
3: I got someone over here who probably knows some Infernal. This is very true. (laughs) We'll lightly kick the bag.
4: Um, Mr. Mr. Funsbar, would you know why anybody would want this box? Not necessarily the books, but the box.
1: Oh. Is there anything special about it? Just a locked steel box with adamantine hinges. So, me.
3: we were accosted by an imp. The imp is currently in my bag. (laughs) He wanted the box, but not the book.
1: Well, uh, I mean, imps are lawful, but... Evil, so maybe it was bound to a contract.
3: Mm. Would it be of any loss if we gave him the box?
1: It's we just keeping the book safe.
3: Hmm. What does the book weigh?
1: Uh, the book itself, probably a couple pounds. <laughs> not, Why not is I mean, the it's, it's, it's so like weak. it's like a thick hardcover book. One of those thick, heavy books, but that's about what. But it also,
4: is. the box had a special lock.
1: But
0: also, the box weighs an pounds. arcane
1: lock, specifically, like it was magically locked.
2: I'll look around the group and say i have little issue giving up the box to the imp but i would feel much much more comforted if i knew what exactly he wanted the box for who it was going to exactly
3: me too i'm gonna open up just sort of like take a look inside the bag is he awake yet
1: if you want to wake him up you can
3: could i even try and like shuffle the bag around so that I can just have his head poking out of the bag. <laughs> sure, that's fine. And then, <laughs> and then tie it back up again.
1: You kind of bring him to consciousness uh, and he's groggily looking around like, I, a, uh, uh, hey, Juice. what, why is I here?
2: Well, because you made the mistake of trying to attack us again.
1: I gots the deals. I mean, I told you, it was a mistake.
2: We understand. We just really need to know what you need with the box.
1: Well, I gots the deals. And I needs to bring the case. I don't need to brings what's in the case. They just said they wants the case.
2: Why this case specifically?
1: They gave me a deal. It's to brings the case. Listen, Imp.
3: If you can't tell us, we're not giving it to you. We don't want this to come back to bite us in the ass, all right?
1: I... What you wants me to say is I need the case to bring it back to the ones that made the deals with me. Who did you make the deal with? Some orcs guys they told me they needed us to bring the case back they didn't say nothing about what's inside the case
4: where did you meet them
1: where were you uh what's that place uh ragu they sent me first the case i guess. i think maybe they think that you would give them a case with what's
3: inside inside oh the
1: case. i i sure is but they said nothing about what's inside uh, trust me we're we're very particular about our deals
2: knowing this information i don't think i have too much of an issue giving him the box as long as nobody else does
0: my thinking was that the case itself while protecting the book is rather cumbersome and from my understanding we need to move with swiftness so i don't have particularly an issue with letting our friend here take the box.
3: It might get people off our tail for a little while. Indeed.
4: Perhaps. But what can you do for us?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> how about you don't, how about you don't tell the people who you are bringing the case to, who you got the box from if they
2: ask? Make a bargain of As,
1: sorts? I could do that. Eyes don't tell them who's you are. Just that or what we look like or what we look
4: like. I
1: took the box from some group of peoples. I didn't care whose day was, and I still just don't care whose day was. I just stole it. And it was dark.
0: And a melee ensued, but you were able to overpower this group and get away with the box.
1: As keeps it to the truth, yes. That's
0: exactly right. No lie or mistruth in that.
2: Just a little wording, rips.
1: That's all. As could do that. All right. If you will let him, he'll try to wiggle one hand out of the bag.
3: I think we're gonna. Sl- I think we're gonna sleep on it send you with the box
1: in the morning.
2: Is there a deadline for your deal?
1: As I's, until Ise has the box.
2: Alright. Then I's, can you wait for a few days? No. <laughs> but there was no deadline.
1: But it's right there. You has it. Just give me the box. We's was has in the deals. <laughs> uh, that's how Ise works.
2: You see, I don't feel entirely comfortable Taking the book out of the box for a long period of time until we leave the city, and I'm entirely sure how long we will be till we can leave the
0: city. Can you wait a few hours, Mister, Mister Imp?
1: I's waits till's noons tomorrow. To I stay in the bag till's noons. Then, if no no talky, I's going get out the bag. And takes the box.
3: How are you going to do that?
1: Finds <laughs> you will find out.
3: Why don't you just do that right now?
1: We's deals in. What's you talking about?
3: If you can get out and get the box, why He just wants me to out?
1: get out. I thought we was uh, reaching in agreement. Oh, no,
0: that's a very fair. That is a very fair agreement. Let's reach that agreement. At noon. He by the tries time-
1: Struggles at the knot again, trying to get his harm out.
0: At noon. It's like well. itching to Wait, get it wait, free. wait. Well. No one shake his hand. Noon tomorrow, we will give you the box. Only the box. And you will be on your way and not tell a single soul what we look like or who we are. Deal.
1: He thinks about it for a split second. He says, Noon's today's text Oh, six you're eight.
0: going to be one of those, are you?
1: Yeah, oh today. yeah, I just, I just can't wait to a full days. In
0: ten hours, we will nice. uh, this bargain will be met.
1: Sleeps, Zen,
0: eyes takes case. Fair, I will reach out and shake his hand.
1: He's still struggling at the bag.
0: I will reach into the bag, find his little imp hand, and shake it inside the bag. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's no room for that. (laughs) I'll figure it out. (laughs) He takes your hands and says, Noons. Use gives case. Eyes leaves. Tells no ones. Fair deal. You feel the shake and you feel the bindingness of it upon you. He lets it go and says, Ours rights. Now, time's for sleeps. And that is where we will leave things for tonight.